There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is the most you've ever spent on concert tickets? 651-641-1071. That's the question Holly has for you. As we kick off the third hour, just about three minutes after 2 o'clock, Thursday, July 28th on the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm the Bradley. The Colleen half will be back in about a week and a half or so. Uh, I hope she's having fun. And uh, in the meantime, Holly's got a question for you. Why are you asking us about how much we've ever spent on concert tickets? Well, Bradley, it's been a conversation topic this past week, particularly with two artists who are charging a heck of a lot of money to see their shows. Mm, oh, yes. Mm, yep, yep. That would be Mr. Bruce Springsteen. The boss. And one Adele. Well, yeah. yeah. It's, I, I just don't understand why, but. Yeah, it's outrageous. So reports from this week, Bruce Springsteen, his tickets for his upcoming tour are going for thousands of dollars. And then, Bradley, it was reported this week that Adele tickets for her newly revamped Las Vegas residency are going and reselling for upwards of $40,000. You know, I have to believe that somebody thinks they're doing the right thing by this, but like, I don't understand it. I can't figure out, make heads or tails of it. We're in the middle of an inflation economy. People are like, are we in a recession yet? And for some reason, despite the fact that people are having to pay or spend, I almost said spay or pend, uh, a lot of extra money on food and the basics like gas, somehow people are shelling out $40,000 for Adele tickets? I don't understand. I just, I can't, Bradley. Makes my head hurt. And I refuse to spend, well, okay, let's be real. I can't spend that much on a concert ticket. But there's, I have reached a threshold with arena concerts and big shows where they charge so much that I just don't even want to do it anymore. All right. Well, let's go to the phones because I know some people have already called in to tell us how th- how much they have spent uh, on musical acts in the past. Let's go to Matt has been patiently holding. Okay, Matt, what is the most you've ever spent on concert tickets? It was now taken in mind. It was 1999 for Y2K, and it was $200 at the time. Well, and $200 at the time—that's like a lot, right? But I got to see four bands. I got to see Ted Nugent, who yes, did come out on a live Water Buffalo. Whoa, Kid Rock, Seven Dust, but was also my first time seeing Metallica. Okay, all right. So $200 for that experience. But it was also at the Pontiac Silverdome in Michigan. If you know anything about that building, WrestleMania three took there. 298,000 people stood there and watched 
Hulk Hogan slam Andre the Giant. So for me just to be there on the floor for that show going, oh, my God, this is where it happened. Oh, my God, I love it. Matt, thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, okay. So it had layers. It had layers, yeah. Like, Matt had some appreciation society happening on that uh, particular floor. So that makes sense that he would feel comfortable. But I have to say, going back, like, $200 at that time is in, is a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Karen. She's uh, patiently waiting to tell us how much she spent on concert tickets. What's the most you ever spent, Karen? Hi, Bradley. Hello. Um, it was once in a lifetime. I would probably not do it again. But I took my sister to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony last October. Oh, wow. And um, the tickets were $500 a piece. Wow. I mean, that's steep, but also that's like a one of a kind. Who did you get to yeah. see? Yeah, that was um, Foo Fighters closed out the set. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, T-Swift was there. Oh, wow. Um, the Go-Go's performed. Um, Sir Paul McCartney. Okay, so you, uh, I mean, he, you got to, like, yeah. check a bunch of it. people off your yep. list, right? Yep. Karen, I Definitely think that's, worth it. that totally sounds worth it. Thank mm-hmm. you, Karen. Thank you. Let's go to Mimi. Mimi's on the phone. Hey, Mimi, what's the most you ever spent on concert tickets, honey? Hi, Mimi. Oh, hi. Um, $320. Who was that for? Lizzo, October 11th. So I haven't actually gone yet, but they uh, do have my money. I will say, though, $20 of it is for I'm buying earplugs Oh, that are supposed to be really good because I'm going to be up by the front in the kind of standing room only by the stage. Okay. what Can I ask what venue that's at? I don't remember. You know, I don't remember either. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay, Mimi. Thank you so I, much for calling. So 311 for Lizzo. Now, I, I will say, I we can just Google that and find out where Lizzo is because I've forgotten where she's going to be. Um, but I saw her the last time she was in town, I think anyway, before the, wasn't it before the pandemic at the Armory? I think that's where I saw Lizzo. Yeah. Uh, and tickets were probably a lot cheaper uh, than the 311 she's talking about. It's understandable, though, because Lizzo is hot right now. Yeah, she has I mean, a number one been hot song there. in the country right now. <laughs> yeah, but 311 is a lot for, you know, for an artist, yes. even like an like a very highly successful artist. I mean, I was going to say in the answer to your question, Holly, what's the most you've ever spent on concert tickets? I have to believe it was Adele. And I can't remember, honestly, how much we paid right now. Do you remember a feeling that you had when you paid those tickets? Or did you feel like it was a lot at the time? You know, I did, but I was just so grateful. Um, I will tell you, though, that that gratitude was followed by shock and horror. The most recent time we tried to log on and see Adele for an evening in Vegas. Because it was going to cost us like about eight hundred to a thousand dollars for Jamie and I to see her, oh, and those weren't even like the best seats in the house. And were those per ticket, or was that that was for total, two? total? I think that was total. Yeah, that would have been total. But still, like for like we've like we saw Adele like row ten at uh, the Excel the first time she was here, right? And that was like. You know, probably not. Even, it was probably half the price. Yeah. So it's just it's all because of this dynamic pricing that uh, we've been talking about, and the fact that now, like Ticketmaster, literally can just print money. Mm-hmm. Should we go to Brooke? Yes. Holly again is asking the question: What's the most you've ever spent on concert tickets? 
What does Brooke have to say? Hey, Brooke. Hey. Hey, guys. Um, so I got all y'all beat. I spent $1,000 to see Genesis. Now, wow. Brooke, was that yes. $1,000 just for you? Did you buy multiple tickets? What was the deal there? No, 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 no. That was one VIP. It was VIP. I will say that. It was a VIP ticket. And I actually also bought my sister a ticket, which was another 1000 And we saw them in Chicago, which added to the cost even more. And when did you see Genesis, Brooke? What year was this? Uh, just last, was it last November? So they had their, their final tour. Okay, so it was yeah. recent. And, and why Genesis, of all the bands, you're like, I'm going to throw down $1,000 to see Genesis? I mean, because I've been a fan for like 30-some years, and it was the last time I was going to be able to see them, so it had to be done. Yeah. No, I mean, there, there's a yeah. certain logic there, so I totally get it, Brooke. Absolutely. Yeah, I just right, think... Thanks, like, Brooke. Thanks, Brooke. I, I think, like, you know... It's one thing if it's the last time you're going to see Fleetwood Mac, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the one, or, you know, in her case, Genesis. It's one thing if you're an Uber fan. In fact, I just texted my partner to see if he would be, feel comfortable telling the world how much the most he spent on a Madonna ticket, because I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Well, G- as an Uber fan yeah. of Madonna, he has paid ridiculous <laughs> amounts. But I, I, and I will tell you if he allows me to, to how, how much it is, because I actually don't know. But I understand if you have like a like a like a serious fandom, yes, that you'd be willing to like go above and beyond because you want to be like right there. You want to be and it's it's like your thing. Mm-hmm. I get that. But for like the rest of us who just want to casually go see an artist, I I kind of feel like I always have to do this calculus now. Like, will I be OK never having seen this per- person perform live? Yeah. Or do I want to spend $500 or $300 or two, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I always do that calculus now in a way that I don't think I would before if you said, hey, do you want to go see Genesis? It's 75 bucks or 100 bucks. Yeah. You know, like, that's still a lot of money. But for, a, or, you know, an arena show or a concert, uh, like, on that level, I just think you'd have so much more casual concert going than we're going to have if this dynamic pricing thing keeps yeah, well, and it blocks off a large demographic from the opportunity of discovery for these acts. Like if you're if you're a kid and you're into the Rolling Stones and you want to go and see them when they come to town, probably going to be priced out in a way that it's like, oh, well, my grandma and grandpa can afford to go, but I can't. Well, also, your grandma and grandpa have probably seen the Rolling Stones a half dozen times. Are they going to continue to shell out that kind of money to see something they've already seen? I will say that has happened to me, uh, whether it was Fleetwood Mac uh, the last time they came around, or if it's people like, um, you know, Lizzo. I like We did not get tickets to this last Lizzo show, but that was a conversation, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, do we want to go? And then, like, can we go and all that kind of stuff has to go into it as well. But I just feel like it, it just seems far more prohibitive than it used to be. Indeed. For the average concert goer. <sighs> Meanwhile, yeah. Holly's going to a show. You don't have to tell us which one, but you're still going to see music. Well, I'm going to see music, but I'm going to see music at venues that are very small and bands that are just trucking in in a van across the country. Because that, to me, I'm like, okay, I can go see a show. But concerts, big concerts, it's like, ugh, it's just become too cost prohibitive. I don't think there's anybody that I would spend more than $200 seeing, period, in a story. All right. You know uh, where you can go to see some fabulous music and lasers? Where? The Cat Video Festival next week. Get your tickets online. Meow. Meow.
me out. You're feline online. Yeah, All right. <laughs> when we come back, we got to go. Uh, Hi. <laughs> we are going to go from talking about music to Gwyneth Paltrow in the bathroom with Haley Bieber. What? We'll tell you why. We return exactly right here on My Talk 1071. What the heck is Gwyneth Paltrow doing in Haley Bieber's bathroom? What? And why aren't they eating there? I have so many questions about this Gwyneth Paltrow story that we'll get to in just a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, let's get right to it. Every time we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, we do a little gooper scooper. Here come the gooper scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper scooper, gooper scooper. That's just what they do. Because there's always stupid stuff on Google. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow is joking about sleeping with Haley Bieber's dad in the bathroom while they make smoothies. What? My bathroom. My bathroom. Is a private kind of place. No, this is the perfect song to welcome us. To the very special place known as Haley Bieber's bathroom. Because that is the scene, that is the setting for a series of videos that she does on YouTube. My God, you guys. And she gets millions, millions of views for talking with her celeb besties. Not an exaggeration. In the crapper. And I'm not, I am not exaggerating. Okay, so I saw this video. Now, look, I was actually brought to this story courtesy of the Daily Mail, who was trying to make fun of Gwyneth Paltrow talking about being a nepotism baby. Oh, nepo baby. And being like, yeah, I had it so hard being the child of famous parents, right? Right. Well, look, you can criticize her about that, but she actually had something thoughtful to say about it. She really just said, look, You know, everybody thinks you have a leg up, and you do when you're the child of famous actors in Hollywood, if that's the area you would like to pursue. But once you walk through the door of acting, she said it's oftentimes, you know, you you have to work very hard to push against people's notions that the only reason you got a job was because you're a famous child, right? Yeah, Yeah. So she was making a very nuanced argument, but headlines being what they are, they really just like reduced it to you know like she acted like her life was hard no. and everybody was like that's stupid i'm over here like yeah she said all of this sitting like feet from Haley bieber's toilet <laughs> while teaching her how to single-handedly make a mint chocolate chip smoothie no what is going on why, why? <laughs> like seriously i'm <laughs> sitting on my couch this morning like why am i watching gwyneth paltrow in the bathroom with Haley Bieber, which, by the way, is the scene for all these videos that she does. She invites famous people into her bathroom. Gwyneth Paltrow literally comes in her bathroom. Now, have we had confirmation, Bradley, that this actually is Haley Baldwin Bieber's bathroom? Well, if you look at some of the other videos, there's like doors that indicate there's a toilet and there's a shower. So I think this is really her bathroom. Oh. And it's so big. How big is it? it, That Well, they've got room to put down like a kitchen table with white tablecloths and Gwyneth Paltrow can sit down and they have like smoothie machines. And she she gives Haley one of her favorite smoothie recipes and they drink smoothies out of glass straws while she tells Haley Bieber that she never bleeped his dad. 
in a, because they worked on a movie together, but they never slept together. It is the weirdest. Are we sure those are pitted dates? Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. Oh. And really, you might ask, what is any of this for? Well, what is any of this for, Bradley? You might ask. You actually did ask. Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking You're because welcome. that's the question I had. It's because they're both selling something. Oh, goop, of course. course, is selling Goop. That is yep. Gwyneth Paltrow selling her uh, lifestyle brand. I mean, she has new skin milk that is available for purchase. How do you milk skin? I don't want to know. Um, but Haley, for her part, she actually has a whole line of skincare, celebrity skincare line called Road, which that's her last name, right? Or like middle name? Uh, that's her middle name. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's Baldwin, yeah. right? Isn't mm-hmm. she Haley Baldwin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Road, R-H-O-D-E, is the name of her skincare line. So she invited Gwyneth over to her bathroom in order to talk about her new skincare line, which, you know, cute, fine, whatever. The conversation is as, like boring as you would imagine but what are you unless you really are excited about like Gwyneth Paltrow's smoothie line it just seems so artificial it Mm -hmm. was not you know like I'm all for doing you know sticky things but it's just it was not that interesting well that's because celebrity skincare lines Bradley in and of themselves are not particularly interesting why do you say that well I mean I don't know I'm not a purveyor Well, or just it's like okay here's my lotion it's for sale Congratulations, well, celebrities, she, for selling that. They did have this whole side conversation about looking like a glazed donut. Well, that's Haley Baldwin Bieber's aesthetic, Bradley. That is a whole thing. Which Gwyneth Paltrow uncomfortably pointed out also sounds like a sex thing. And so then they had this awkward conversation about glazed donut sexy time. Oh, which, no. I'm sorry that I had to put that image into your head, kids. Oh, yeah, Bradley... Now you'll be in the know, but glazed donut skin is spring's yummiest trend, according to Glamour magazine. This is a whole aesthetic where you want a glowing complexion, and it's supposed to look like a glazed donut. Also, who wants to look like a greasy donut? That's a thing? The youth. (laughs) The kids these days, they look like greasy donuts. (laughs) It's all the rage. Oh, my God. If you want to um, bore yourself for about 19 and a half minutes, or at least cut to the point where they're drinking smoothies right next to the toilet, head over to... I hope the lid was down. (laughs) Head over to Gwyneth Paltrow and Haley's chat on the YouTubes. In the meantime, in between time, we're going to come back with some uh, dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid... Idiots. We'll be right back. That song is just a great song. Love it and thank you for listening to us as we enjoy that music here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Don't forget your Cat Video Festival tickets. Hey, also, don't forget to download our app. By the way, there's listener rewards and all kinds of fun stuff. And don't forget that every day at just this time, in fact, you're not going to be able to forget it because we're going to play a song about it. We like to talk about dumb people doing dumb things. In fact, we call them crazy stupid idiots. Well, then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of them. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state we like to call. Florida. Florida. We're going to Tampa. What, Tampa? I'd like to apologize to the Tampans listening. Uh, however, I need to tell you about a St. Petersburg guy 
who uh, was in or near Tampa. I don't know, but that's where the story comes from nonetheless. I want to tell you about 36-year-old Sean Pons of St. Pete. Oh, Sean. Sean Pons of St. Pete did something that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. And it all in, it took place inside of a woman's laundry room. Oh. I mean, not specifically a woman, but like a woman, her laundry room. Oh, not like okay. it's a lady laundry room. Well, I don't in, know <laughs> what happens of, in Florida. <laughs> we have a lady laundry room. No, anyway. Um, yeah, a lady was doing laundry and something happened there. What was it oh. that earned Sean Pons crazy, stupid idiot status? Was Sean Pons a panty thief? <laughs> no, but that's uh, a good guess. Sniffing. Panty thief. Panty, panty thief. thief. Doing whatever <laughs> a panty thief does, which is gross. And probably involves smelling. Yeah. Um, okay. That's nasty. No, it was not involved. Uh, it did not involve smelling or uh, uh, philandering. Uh, not philandering. What's the word? Philat? No. Fa- okay. Philip. What word am I looking for? I don't know. Pilfering. Oh, okay. I'm like. I got my F. Farting mixed up. phalanges. <laughs> no, he was you. not pilfering panties. Okay. Um, Sean. Now there was a woman in the laundry room. Okay. Uh, Sean stole this woman's quarters in the laundry room. No, Sean actually grabbed her from behind and tried to forcibly kiss her on the cheek. Ew. Which one? What a weird. <laughs> okay. I was like, I don't know the left. Oh, you meant <laughs> the butt cheek versus. <laughs> I mean, we're in the laundry room. You're I'm right. Sorry. You're right. I don't know. I'm assuming it was on her face cheek. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the purposes of this segment, we'll just go with that. Okay. The woman, but can you like this is so, the reason I brought this is because yeah, like if it was uh, look assault, horrible, terrible, bad, mm-hmm. but crazy, stupidity worthy. There is just a there is a hint of crazy stupidity in the story because he forcibly tried to kiss her on the cheek. I don't understand. But that's a weird, like, that's just weird, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, forcibly doing anything is horrible, but, like, weird. Like, you just wanted to get her and go, mwah! <laughs> yeah, like, it's like a, I don't know, ugh, gross. Also, I would like yeah, to, sh- like, take you to the location of said laundry room where, Holly, you're putting your socks in, cleaning out the lint trap, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, from behind... A guy's trying to kiss you on the cheek. How? What do you do? I don't know. I feel like there's a knee that's going to go to a place real fast. Yes, in reverse. Uh-huh. However that works, I don't know. But the woman in this case ran out of her house, called... Uh, well, it says the woman ran out of her house in fear. No bleep, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. And immediately called 911. When deputies arrived, they found a parked car in the driveway, and the dude was still in there. <laughs> Isn't that, that's just weird. Ew. Like, weird. Anyway, so he was in the car. When they asked him, like, why were you, what are you, what? Uh, apparently, he said he was in uh, town to help his brother with construction. Sure. Sure, Sean. Construction. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, great job that you're helping, but why did, how... Did he know, like, I have so many questions. Like, did he see the woman? Did he know the woman? Did he know there was a woman in the laundry room? Was he just trying to steal? Because what I will tell you is he was arrested and charged with burglary with battery, which I don't know what that means. It's not a Duracell. No. Oof. 
Mm-mm. Where are we going next? Indiana. Okay, Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana, where Bradley, we're going to get acquainted with a 79-year-old man named Dewey Frederick. Oh, hey, Dewey. Hey, Dewey. How's it going? Um, I like the name Dewey. Yeah, we got to go. We don't hear a lot of Deweys. Uh, like a Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to go to the O'Daniel car lot. Where Dewey Frederick was cooking up a beef, Bradley. Cooking up a beef. Like a roast beef? No, like a personal beef. Okay. Since 1986. Mr. Dewey. So he was, that beef was smoldering. Yeah, because, well, we'll get to that in a moment. Dewey Frederick told authorities, the Fort Wayne Police Department, that he bought a Jeep from O'Daniel the uh, auto lot back in 1986. The car that he purchased had a bad motor, and apparently the dealership refused to make things right for old Dewey Frederick. In 1986? In 1986, okay. Bradley. But let's come to 2022, where apparently Dewey Frederick had been stewing over this wrong for 30 plus years. Oh my God. And that's... he decided to do something about it. Finally, I will get my revenge. Yeah, and it's what uh, Dewey did that made him a crazy stupid idiot Bradley I'd like to uh to guess what Mr. Dewey um did at the O'Daniel car dealership did he do did Dewey do a doo-doo in the dealership uh, that was a Dewey don't yeah <laughs> okay so Dewey didn't do that uh-huh. uh Dewey didn't do a do no it's also my um Dr. Seuss book okay did he I don't know. Did he? Oh, wait. I said something about a roast. Yes. And you said, okay. Did he barbecue something in the middle of the. Well, kind of. Okay. Kind of. He bar- He lit something on fire. Yeah. He lit a car on fire. Oh, my God. Yeah. But Bradley, Dewey Frederick didn't just light one car on fire. Oh, no. He lit three Jeeps. And a Pontiac convertible, causing about a uh, a grudge that he held from 1980 something. Yeah, from 1986, a grudge oh that my he held God. with this car dealership from 1986. And Dewey Frederick decided to use road flares to torch three Jeeps and a Pontiac convertible, causing nearly seventy five thousand dollars worth of damages. Over the course of the early morning hours of July 17th. Now, for his crimes, Mr. Frederick is facing four preliminary counts of level four felony arson after being arrested. He did He did say why he did it, though, Bradley. Uh, because he's been holding on to this grudge? I don't know. Yeah. And Dewey Frederick said it was time for the chickens re- to return to the roost. It was time for the chickens to return to the roost. Exactly. That's why I burned it down. Exactly. <laughs> that's kind of... I mean, you can look at uh, the picture of Dewey Frederick yeah, right he there does. in the article. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I but, wonder <laughs> if he was a Taurus because I'm a Taurus. Uh-huh. And one thing I will tell you is we are really good at holding the grudge. Uh, we'll never let you know. And you're not going to know until... <laughs> Until we're behind you. Yeah, well. And we're like, remember 1982? 
Remember when you wouldn't let me watch the Smurfs? Well, well, sad thing for Dewey Frederick. He probably has a new grudge with the Fort Wayne Police Department because he wasn't able to watch his work. He was taken away as the vehicles were on fire. And then he did ask, oh, that bleep was cooking, wasn't it? Oh, God. Like, mm-hmm. he was just enjoying Like, he didn't care. No. It's like that scene in the show where, like, the, you know, the criminal is just, like, enjoying every minute of it. Oh, yeah. He was a maniacal Min- villain. Of it, every minute he of it. He was like, ah! <laughs> and I got away with it, too. <laughs> it's like that scene when Roseanne Barr. Oh, uh, God, yes, from She-Devil. From She-Devil. <laughs> when Roseanne Barr torches her own house. Oh, God. And oh, she enjoys every delicious movie. minute of it. Yeah, it's, there's a Criterion Collection version of that movie. Doesn't she have like a mole? Yes. Like, uh, like, what was the deal with the mole? That was just, she just had a mole. Yeah, and I want to say that Ed Bakley Jr. told her to get it not, no, that's Uncle <laughs> Buck. <up>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there, of course, there's Austin Powers. Moly, moly, moly. We got one more story. All right, we got to go to another story. And uh, I'm going to take you to a woman. I want to tell you about a woman in North Carolina. Now, she did something, and I'm going to cut to the chase because we don't have a lot of time. But here's the thing. She also wanted some revenge. She was holding a grudge. Uh Uh-oh. And um, there's only one problem. Unlike Mr. Dewey, she did it wrong. So uh, where Dewey was able to actually set things on fire and take joy in his, you know, criminal behavior, even though he was going to be held accountable, a North Carolina woman seeking revenge on her ex-boyfriend set fire to a house. Mm. Only one problem. Oh, no. She sat there and watched it burn. It was the wrong house. How do you do that to the wrong house? I said one, two, three, eight, seven, not one, two, three, eight, six. Oh, God. The Rowan County Sheriff's Office said in a report that a homeowner in Gold Hill was awakened Friday by a neighbor who saw a woman trying to set fire to the house. There were bundles of wood and a fire on the front porch, uh, fully in flames as deputies uh, arrived and they found a jug of oil, blah, blah, blah. The homeowner went to get a garden uh, hose, saw burning pieces of wood. Anyway, they they put the fire out. They were able to put the fire out, thank God, but not before they caused some damage. And apparently, it all had to do with a case of mistaken house identity. I don't know how that happens. You just get, you go to the wrong house. Yeah. If you're going to burn somebody's house down, I don't know. I have a feeling that perhaps she wasn't crossing her T's and dotting her lowercase J's. Oh, my God. (sighs) Double, triple check your work, people. Also, don't crime. Yeah, just don't. Just don't do the crime. But like, at least if you're going to do the crime, my God, don't. That's, you know, that's the kind of stuff that scares me because I always feel like, and I don't know about you, Holly, that I'm going to end up being like the person who like, they're like, you know, like, like Barb is going to try to offer husband and he's going to have like his middle initial. We're going to have the same name, but a different middle initial. And I'm going to get, you know, whacked going to the bank by mistake. And you're going to end up on an episode of Dateline. Exactly. Mm. I hope not. But when we return, Holly, mm-hmm. are we going to play a game today? We sure are. We're going to play our favorite game of the day. It's called the Throwback Lie. When we return right here on My Talk 1071.